Welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast, an unofficial Sex in the City podcast, hosted by Joe Daniel Montalongo. And Paige Clarno. Hi, I'm JD. And I'm still <laughs> Paige Clarno. <laughs> and we're here to give pleasure to your ears with our soft, gentle vocals, like the cackle that I just released from my vocal cords into perfect. your ear socket. You're welcome. You're welcome. So on this episode, we are recapping season one, episode six, Secret Sex. But before we begin that... We need a relationship status. Relationship updates. (laughs) So, JD, how is your relationship going? My relationship is still going very strong. It's great. We're going to go on a date hopefully soon. That'll be nice. We're trying to figure out how holidays work because neither of us have been in a relationship during holiday season. So that's fun. That is so interesting. It is really weird because it, depending on how close you are, mm-hmm. like, do you go to each other's families? Do you, like, get each other nicer gifts? <laughs> like, it's, just, it's a really weird time to be, like, kind of figuring out exactly how close you really are And it as is a couple. so weird because, like, his parents are separated and my parents are separated. So we have already done the, like, kid from two homes but like you spend one part of the day with like your mom one part of the day with your dad and so we're like now he has to split up between four. Oh my gosh no yeah. i'll see you eventually that's like that um <laughs> awful reese witherspoon movie for christmases i was like all of them yeah all of except them. for legally blonde that one's amazing it's beautiful <laughs> and wild yes i haven't seen that one yet though so you get you're a fake i've heard reese witherspoon. I, I am not a fake reese witherspoon fan thank you very much i am not a fan at all <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's like the movie for christmases yeah but like it better because mm-hmm. it doesn't have Vince Vaughn right which is way better anyways what's um, your relationship update so I have decided to rejoin online dating <gasps> I know so I'm still on a December no sex I don't want to see dick December Sorry for about my Snapchats. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I have decided to kind of get on online dating um, again. I don't know why. Like, they say that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So I don't know what my problem is. But um, regardless of that, <laughs> so I did go on um, a date last week. <gasps> and Tell us more, tell us more. <laughs> like, does he have a car? He does. He has a car. <laughs> but, but better than that, he's into, like, quantum mechanics. He's a very smart guy. It was really nice. So before I went on the date, though, of course, I um, sent off my location to a couple of girlfriends because that's what you do in this day and age to keep yourself safe. And about halfway through the date, one of my friends texted me back and said... Um, that one of our mutual friends had had a really bad experience this week um, in regards to, like, some creepy guy that she had gone out on a date with. And so she wanted to know what this guy's name was. And it occurred to me that I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Halfway through the date, and I'm like, holy shit. I have absolutely zero clue what this guy's name is. I mean, to my credit, we were talking before I stopped online dating and deactivated everything. And so when I came back, for some reason, the chat was deleted. 
And so I'm sure he did tell me at some point what his name was, but I have no idea. And so if he asked me out on a second date, I have decided that I'm just going to say, I'm so sorry. I can't go out on a second date with you because I don't know your name. <laughs> and we'll- You can go and just come up with fun, inventive ways to figure it out. Like if he pays, be like, let's go half and half. Make sure he puts his card down first. That way you can be like... <laughs> Okay, I Brian. Want, see, here's the thing. I don't want to be covert. I think it's too funny. I think, I think it's hilarious. way like, too hysterical. I don't know your name. I'm like, I don't know your name. I'm just going to come come clean with it. It's way funnier that way. Was it a good date, though? It was It was good. It was just, it was a good date. Like, I, don't, I didn't feel any, like, immediate, like, real chemistry or anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, just totally a nice guy. Easy to talk to. So, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. If yeah. there's a second date. So, if you're listening, no name. <laughs> It was an alright date. So Literally. try harder and people can remember your name. Wow. That's just rude. I'm sure he Who told said me. that? <laughs> there must have been a third voice that just traveled in here because I would have never said that. No. And I know that you didn't say it. No, I didn't. And anyway, let's get into the episode. Hi. Um, so in this episode, Carrie and Mr. Big have their first official date, <gasps> but Carrie suspects Mr. Big is keeping her a secret from his social circle after one date. So whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Bitches be crazy, man. They're all batshit crazy. And actually, episode. I think this episode proves it. Like, Yeah. At least for some of the characters. We'll get into it. But I'm just like, really? That's, that's, the, de- that's the decision you decided to make today. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. You're grown-ass women. Yeah. All right. Let's fuck some shit up. Right. So it starts with her doing a photo shoot. Who? Sorry, Carrie doing a photo shoot um, <laughs> on the side of the bus with her whore dress. She's doing a photo shoot on the side of the bus? For the picture on the side of the bus. <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> you you know can what? punch me. Why don't you say it? <laughs> okay, so the episode starts with our main protagonist, Carrie Bradshaw. She's actually doing a photo shoot for her column, which is going to get promoted as an ad on the side of a bus, and she's really excited about it. That's how you do it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> and she's doing this photo shoot in this night slip. And it's nude color night scope. It totally blends into her skin. So you're just like, ooh, this is sexy. Ooh, this is going on. And she's really excited about the photo shoot because one is going to promote her column. And two, they say that she gets to keep the dress. And I was like, okay, cool. I mean, like, it's a slip. It's not a dress. But, like, whatever. Just in the same way that New York calls their, like, clubs, like, just loud bars. Mm -hmm. That's what they call a dress. It's a nude slip. Yep. But actually, Carrie decides that she's rocking this nude slip as an actual dress. Right. And I mean, to her credit, it is the 90s where this was a thing. Slip dresses were a thing. That's not, that's never a thing. They weren't a right thing. I'm not saying they're correct, but it was a thing. (laughs) God, I'm so glad I wasn't in the 90s. It was, it was pretty bad. The fashion was pretty terrible, as you can see from this show. Man, if you ever need to see how terrible 90s fashion and styles were, watch Sex in the City, a show that promotes the best out of the best. Mm -hmm. And it's not good no. it's really terrible so she decides to wear the dress on her first official date with big um invites all the girls over to pregame for her date they're living vicariously through her it's important yeah okay anyways <laughs> so of course they have a discussion about how long do you wait to have sex with somebody and so charlotte of course says that you should wait at least five dates before having sex with them. Um, and Carrie comments that the number went up 
And so I'm kind of guessing it was maybe three dates before. I can imagine that. But Charlotte's the one that says, well, the number has to be adjusted according to your age, which what the heck does that mean? Because if you're like 90 years old, you're not going to wait until the 45th day. Like you're probably going to die soon. So you should probably get it in as soon as you can that's before funny. while you have the chance. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and Charlotte um, also says that it's okay to have hurt feelings. This to me shows that she is so like the ultimate romantic, like absolutely no matter what happens, like she just wants to have the experience of the romance, even if it's fake. Even if it's not genuine, she just wants to have that feeling. She wants the romance aesthetic. Yeah. Until you said that, I did not understand what her business was. But now I get it. Because I know someone who wants the same thing. It doesn't matter what, who the person is or what's actually going on in their life. They just want the aesthetic of being in love with someone. And that's, that's yeah. interesting. And also, don't talk about my life like that. <laughs> <laughs> This is going out to the public, and I would like you to keep that private. <laughs> I would like you to keep my privates private. private. Thank you. Yeah. How long do you usually wait before sleeping with someone, if I may ask? So I really, to be fair, I haven't had that much experience. So I, I was married for 10 years, and I was very young when we got married. And so I thought that it was important to wait until marriage. So you are so cute. That was a long time. <laughs> and it was in retrospect, maybe not the best decision to make. Um, but anyway, <laughs> but even Samantha has a line about that that says you shouldn't wait until like the fifth or like 10th date. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't. You should want to know how good the sex is like right at the start. So you yeah. know what you're going in for. Yeah. And I absolutely agree with that. And then, um, they're the only other person that I've had a like pseudo relationship with. We had three dates before we kissed and then he went out of town for like two weeks. <laughs> and then we had like two ish, like two and a half more dates before, before we were intimate. And so it's just, I, that was a weird, that's the five day rule. Charlotte was right. I, yeah. I mean, she kind of is. I was thinking about that when she was saying it and I was like, yeah, five is about average for me, I guess now in 2016, <laughs> <laughs> like my track record before then, not so great. Um, but eh, whatever. And so yeah, San Samantha, God love her is I think an absolute man to the core. I love her. Um, and I was having a conversation with one of my male friends the other day who said that, you know, when it comes to feelings, when it comes to sex, when it comes to everything, men's parts are on the outside, women's parts are on the inside. And I think that's... That's deep. Right? It's deep, but it's true, I think, for the most part, except for Samantha. Samantha's a big old fat <laughs> whore. She doesn't care. She's going to have sex right away. Her uterus is literally hanging outside of her body. Right. She just packs it in for dates. <laughs> Don't miss All right. it. And that has been our episode. Thank you so much. I definitely have to not be here anymore. <laughs> Um, but Samantha has one of the has like some of the best lines this episode and my favorites where she's like um, a guy is just as likely to dump you after the first date as he is after the tenth date in response to 
don't have sex with someone on the first date because then they'll never talk to you again. So she's like, um, a guy's just as likely to dump you after the first date as the tenth date. Where Miranda comes in and she's also just like, right, like you've ever made it to a tenth date. <laughs> Which was hilarious, but also reflective of the conversation they're having where that's true. Mm-hmm. Do we know that Samantha has had a long-lasting relationship? No, but yeah. that's because she has sex on the first date. Mm-hmm. Savage, but true. Savage, but true. <laughs> and not a biography by Jodi Montalongo. Right. So, of course... Kidding, I'm fake as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, um, Carrie has her, her jacket over her naked whore dress. This giant fur coat. Mm-hmm. She's wearing this nude slip dress... That's just a second skin. And then a giant fur coat that would make Cher blush. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Cher's really, really, it's hard to make her blush. I was being hyperbolic. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> and I couldn't think of the word, but I'm glad I did it. Otherwise, you would have won. But so far, I'm winning. Jenny won, page negative five. <laughs> so, of course, Big's like... Nice. Interesting dress. What is that supposed to mean? Interesting dress. It means you're you're a whore. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with you? So, of course, he's like, I can can control myself. She's like, I can control myself, too. (laughs) And then that leads to them promptly making out in the backseat of a town car. Right. Which eventually leads to Big's place on the floor because they fucked that hard. They fucked that hard. They ended up on the hardwood floors. Mm -hmm. On the first date yeah carrie were you not listening to your friends and then of course sex makes you hungry so they go out for chinese where carrie runs into her friend mike and they he she he's with some girl oh not libby not the best looking girl but she's cute she's She's cute like she's not unfortunate looking right um but Mike's an asshole. Yes. Doesn't introduce her. Later on, we get the skinny about how he's basically embarrassed by her, which he's awful. He's an awful person. Which leads to the title, Secret Sex. Right. You're in a relationship with someone. The sex is great. You're happy to be around them. But they're not the kind of person you see yourself with, so you don't introduce them to your friends. And also, how awkward is it when people don't introduce you? I mean, I'm really, really good at introducing myself because I know that it's a hard, like it's a struggle for other people to to introduce me. Mm. So I'm always like, "Hi, nice to meet you, Joe Dana Montalongo, big fan." So I feel like it's it is a basic human thing that needs to happen. Definitely. Like I, if I, if you and I are out and we run into somebody that I know you don't know, I will absolutely be like, "This is my friend Joe." Even if it has nothing to do with anything, even if we're in a big hurry, whatever, like, that's still just the right thing to do. Okay. And maybe that's just because in my life I've had several instances where I haven't been introduced. Mm-hmm. And it gets awkward really fast, and so you're just standing there thinking, okay, well, clearly I'm not important, so I need to just, like, back up. And it, like, hurts your self-esteem a little to be like, okay, you can't even introduce me because I'm garbage, whatever, like... Okay, that makes sense. And that's, especially with, given the context of this storyline, where we find out that, like, you're embarrassed to be with the person that you're with, so that's why you don't introduce people, I can 100% how that would affect you. Mm, which, is, it sucks, but... It definitely sucks. My favorite, though, is Carrie coming to this restaurant, and she's like, Big Head discovered my greatest weakness. Great sex and greasy Chinese food. 
And I'm like, oh, man, if that doesn't sum me up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. I love it. Yeah. So, um, fucking somebody that you're ashamed of, I don't quite understand. Me either. Especially the way that Mike puts it. Once him and Carrie are laying down very provocatively in a couch at Bed Bath & Beyond. Like, I feel like that's where we should be recording our podcast. <laughs> is from a couch, sitting seductively, microphone in between us, on a couch at Bed Bath & Beyond while people are shopping around us. Yes, perfect. We're going to be recording from our phone next episode at Bed Bath & Beyond. So if you thought the sound quality was garbage now, <laughs> just you wait. <laughs> We're trying. But yeah, Mike is explaining that he meets his beautiful... No, beautiful is the wrong word because he specifically says that she's not beautiful. Mm -hmm. He meets this girl once he's feeling down about himself. She's super nice, super sweet, super caring. They hit it off and she's the greatest sex he's ever had. And he's comfortable with her. He like, he feels like he can just be himself around her. He's, and yeah, he specifically says via Carrie that um, she's not that hot so there was no pressure and i'm insulted for her when i heard that i was like that's so fucked up to say that you would have sex with somebody that you didn't find attractive and that takes the pressure off of you (laughs) you garbage individual like that's just that's so mean and just so like completely awful to say like i feel like sex should be sensual no matter how you're doing it or who you're doing it with it shouldn't be about the bodies it should be about like the feelings and or not the feel like the physical Physical like like, the physical touch about it like you shouldn't be you shouldn't be more comfortable with an ugly person like that's so shallow i feel i think that is shallow but i'm thinking of situations where i've had like sex with people that aren't necessarily, like, my number 10s. And I get that, because, like, I'm also not several people's number 10s. But it did feel easier. It did feel like there was less pressure. And I'm a garbage person, because you said it out loud. And I'm thinking about it now, and I was like, oh, man, it was so easy. It was so easy. And then we had sex, and at the end of it, I was like, okay, cool. We're done. I got what I needed. You got what you needed. This doesn't need to continue. We're fine. And if... It was kind of refreshing, though. I think I think as long as the other person knows what's going on, it's still bad. It's still shallow, but, I'm, like, a little less how bad. How are they going to know what's going on? Are you going to seriously preface it with, I'd like to have sex with you, but I don't find you that attractive? I mean, not like that, but when you know that it's not, like, not when you're... When you're not like fawning over them, they're not fawning over you, and you're not like, oh, you're the love of my life. Well, okay, I can see cheap, a future with you. Cheap garbage sex is a completely different. Story. Cheap garbage sex. Okay, <laughs> then if that's different, then I don't feel bad anymore. Okay, good. Sex isn't that good anyway. <laughs> oh, that's sad. So yeah, he. <laughs> Why um, do I like this? So like, my so I have I have the note. She's not hot, so no pressure, Carrie. You are not a feminist. <laughs> I'm like that's you're gonna lose us the right to vote. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Ugh. And she says, you know, I couldn't decide whether or not Mike was being shallow or honest. And both you and me at the same time go both. <laughs> you can be both shallow and honest. Like congratulations. It's called tact, you fuck rag. <laughs> 
So I'm tired of Mike because his situation's making me really upset. Let's yeah. talk about Miranda because Miranda isn't a piece of shit this episode. Mm, she uh, kind of Wait, is. hold on. Because stop right. There. I'm just thinking about she the like this meet cute that she has. Okay. Yes. So Miranda's at this kickboxing class or like this gym, mm-hmm. and her trainer is holding that giant. Oh my bag. God. We work punching out. Bag. Yeah. We work out. This giant punching bag. And she's like beating the shit out of this punching bag. Like, hell yeah, Miranda. And then she delivers like a roundhouse kick, misses the punching bag, and kicks her trainer in the fucking face. It's <laughs> fucking savage. And yes, yeah, so, so sad. And she's actually very unusual for her. She's very flirty and super cute with him. And like does this whole like kiss it, make it better thing. Which I'm just like, yo, you kick me in the fucking nose. Yeah. A kiss, a kiss is not going to make it better. And I'm so sorry, but like, I wish I had that kind of fucking charisma that I could kick some guy in the face and he still wants to do me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a social experiment next time on I Couldn't Help a Podcast. Joe and Paige, downtown Reno, kick hundred strangers in the face. Who continues to make out with them? <laughs> but yeah, Miranda tries to patch him up. She walks him home. And then she's like, I wish there was more I could do. She kisses him on the nose to make it feel better. And he's like, well, how about you let me call you? Mm-hmm. And I was like, if that's not the most savage meet cute I've ever heard of in my entire life. Yeah, it's kind of adorable. It's, it's super cute. And he is, like, when they list off all of the qualities, like, he has a awesome apartment overlooking the Museum of Natural History. And he's a doctor. And it's, like, all this stuff. And I'm like, marry him. What is wrong with you? Like... He's, he's amazing. 10 out of 10. Oh my god. Yeah. So. I just have a note here that says Paige is anti-Semitic. Yeah. Probably. I don't remember why. Yeah. Which is impossible because I'm Jewish, but. You're anti-Semitic. <gasps> it comes in later. There was a point about it here, but we'll talk about it later. Okay. So I have the note. Carrie's adulthood comes and goes because she wants to wait for both sex and framing her ad. Oh god. <laughs> That's that's the next note that I have because I love how the entire season she will legitimately like not hang up anything that she has framed, mm-hmm. but she'll push pin up her title card, her like first big promotional ad, yeah, and she just pinch pins it into the wall. Like, be a fucking adult, Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> As we seen from the pigtail earlier, she's not. Oh yeah, she's actually the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then we were thinking, or because Samantha has a line that having that running through the bus because it's her in a nude slip looking super cute would be the greatest personal ad of all time. (laughs) To which I promptly just looked at Paige and screamed, Paige, I have an idea. (laughs) (laughs) So coming to a bus near you, JD's ass. Perfect. If you're not already following me on Snapchat, be prepared to see the full Monty. The beautifulness of Joe's ass. On a bus. That way we can promote our podcast. It'll be great. I shouldn't get Paige to do the photo shoot with me, but she doesn't want to roll around in the bed with me. I don't. I'm too white for that. (laughs) I'm I'm blind people. (laughs) They have good lighting. Okay. Actually, it'd be really difficult because I'm a lot darker than you, so the contrast would just yeah ridiculous yeah we look like an oreo during the daytime they wouldn't be able to see you just be me and at nighttime (laughs) at nighttime i'd be completely missing and you'd be there oh man that'd be so sick we're yin yang (laughs) so cute (laughs) i want to be yang okay (laughs) 
<laughs> so, um, so back to this Jewishness of this episode. Oh, Charlotte. I, oh, what? Do you have another note? Wait, I think. No, go. No. For okay. It. So, oh, they're talking about the secret sex because Carrie, after having sex with Big, they run into a situation where Big doesn't introduce Carrie to his friend. And then Carrie's like, wait, no, am I the secret sex? Am I, is he embarrassed to be with me? So then she starts asking Samantha about all of her secret sexes, and obviously Samantha has no secret sex. And then they bring up Charlotte's, who is a rabbi. And then you're just like, wait, No, what? he's a Hasidic, he's a Hasidic folk singer from Brooklyn. Folk or folk artist. artist. I'm sorry, folk artist from and Brooklyn. And that's where Paige's anti-Semiticism come in. Semiticism. Whoa. <laughs> New word. And where I was looking at it, because Charlotte meets the Jewish man, and I'm just like, yo, he could get it. And then Paige's like, yeah, me too. If, if you'd quit being a Hasidic Jew. Hasidic. Hasidic. <laughs> I'm telling you, I have to go home. <laughs> Hasidic Jew. A Hasidic yeah, Jew. Because hey. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm Jewish, first of all, so I cannot be. I'm not a full blood Jew. I, I'm Jewish. I'm Jewish. <laughs> um, but he, like, I, I'm so sorry, but that's just, it's not a cute look. With the yarmulke and the ringlets, it's not cute. Speak for yourself. Okay, I will. <laughs> for myself. It's not a cute look. <laughs> and so I was just like, no, I don't think so. That's kind of weird. And then the girls asked Charlotte why she kept it a secret. And she says, because it's embarrassing. Because she's like, I don't, I don't, I don't, what are people going to think? To which Samantha replies, if the sex is great, who cares? who cares what people think? Which, agreed. Agreed, definitely. 10 out of 10. Agreed. Um, so Big calls and says he can't stop thinking about her. Gross. Which I was like, that's so cute. I'm <laughs> such a girl. Then why haven't you called? So he did, though. After, like, three or four days. Oh, is that what they said? Yeah. I did that I didn't catch. He's a, he's garbage. Never mind. Forget everything. JD2, page, like, seven. You're still <laughs> winning because I've been not on it this time. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they get, like, super familiar on the second date. Like, coupley on the second date, I feel. Yeah, they're, like, holding on to each other. Yeah, they're walking, walking side by side. And I'm like, listen, that's a cute couple thing. But also, how is that practical? Because you can tell that they are very uncomfortable yeah, walking together. Well, because he's, like, 6'4", and she's, like, 5 nothing. <laughs> and, I mean, granted, she's on her little, like, ridiculous heels. But still, like, there's a foot in between them. So, so he's, like, not- trying to latch onto his shoulder. So he's, like, hunched over slightly. She's trying to, like... Yeah. Perk herself up. It's not working. No, it's Just not. Just cut your losses. Yeah, it's not working. It's not cute. And it's way too familiar. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. That's, like, not a second date thing. That's pretty couple Yeah. That's, like, you have met each other's parents at this point. Yeah. Like, I I wouldn't fuck on the first date. But if I did fuck on the first date, I still wouldn't get that couple on a street for the second date. I have a relationship for 10 months, and I'm not, I'm still not that couple. <laughs> You're still like, no, that's not. No, that's, I'm, I'm trying to walk here. Yeah, so, um, then we cut to Miranda, and she's had sex with Ted Baker, the perfect uh, individual. The perfect individual with the perfect apartment. It's two stories. He has a spiral oh, staircase. Cute. The lighting is amazing. And she's like, oh, I'll leave. And he's like, no, you can stay. It's like 6 a.m. You can just chill out, but not like Giel did to Carrie. 
he didn't think that Miranda was a prostitute. No. <laughs> so that's the good part. So that's, that's good. And as soon as he leaves, she goes completely batshit crazy and goes through all of his stuff. What does, what is wrong with her? She was looking for any sign of like ex-girlfriends or just like things about him. Because you know, that's like what you do when you're in someone's fucking home. You go through all their private stuff. Yeah. I'm not leaving you in my house alone then. Cause that's not cool. That is not cool. <laughs> it's not okay. People tell me to go through their stuff. Like, I'll be at their house and they'll be like, hey, I'm looking for this thing. It's in this dresser. Go here, here. And I'm like, this is really uncomfortable. Please yeah. go through your own thing. Don't no. make me do this. Yeah, I don't want anybody up in my in my shit. And I don't know why she thinks it's okay to go through all of his shit. She's fucking crazy. But then she finds a tape of... It would tape. A ta- she does. Like, it's a big old, like, hefty VHS. <laughs> it's, a, it's a two-part of Titanic series. It is, but it's about <laughs> spanking instead. And she's so weirded out by this. And, like, I'm so sorry. But, like... It's maybe spanking. Maybe it was the 90s, and maybe that was something that was weird back then. But in 2016... Spanking's pretty low bar for like what kind of crazy shit's out there. Yeah. Like he's not fucking your shoes. Like he's not it's spanking. Like I've I I'm I'm not like super into it, but if it happens, if it's just like a one-off kind of like a like spanking my ass kind of thing, then it's like okay, it happened. What if your man wanted you to sit on the couch and like him draped over your knees and you're spanking him? I mean, if he was into that and we were, like, to that point in our relationship, then I would try it for him. But it's nothing uh, that I'd so be sweet. like, I, it's just, I don't think that it's that big of a deal. Like, I, they, I agree. In the show, they make it like, it's like, oh my God, can I even see this guy again? Because he's into spanking. I'm like, so what? It's, it's nothing bad. And not only does she go through his stuff, she steals the tape. So that her and Carrie can watch it together, which I'm totally for watching porn with your friends. Porn parties are my favorite. Everybody brings in a different clip, and it's hilarious. People bring wine. People bring drinks. Someone fries up some, like, chicken. And you just watch porn all night, and it's hilarious. Scary movie porn parodies are the best. I could see that. It's amazing. Porn parties. I highly recommend. I'm also available for porn parties if anyone's interested. I'm available for porn parties. Um, But yeah, her and Carrie are watching it together, and Carrie's just like... This is weird. And at no point is she like, uh, you went through his fucking stuff? Yeah, you're a creeper. And then they go to watch Carrie's bus go by, and they're drinking on the street. Is that okay in New York City? They don't. Ha- I feel like they don't have an open lock or open container law. I don't know how New York City works. As of right now, I don't. They're backwards. Everything is backwards. They can True. do whatever they want. I guess. Pretty is not pretty. They're loud bar clubs. Like, <laughs> loud yeah. bar clubs are not a thing. <laughs> Models, whatever. <laughs> like. So at this point, I don't think New York City knows how the rest of the world works. So I, I'm just going to let them have it. Yeah. But also, once my ass is on a bus, best believe we're all going to go down to the RTC station and mm-hmm. we're going to have a party. Of course. <laughs> but we'll have it in a respectful way and not with it out in champagne flutes. Right, water bottle, so it looks like that we're healthy, but I still want the party hats that the girls were wearing. Yes, the party hats were adorable. And then Mike shows up, because he's like, oh man, did I miss it? Did I miss your bus? And then they're like, no, it hasn't passed yet. To which she's like, where's Libby? And he's she. And then Mike's like, oh, I finally invited her out in public, but she dumped me. <laughs> because you're a garbage person, Mike. Because you're a garbage person, Mike, and you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And then you get exactly what you deserve. I hope Libby finds all the love that she deserves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I have, I missed you today. So I think that was Miranda's Ted Baker. 
where he's before like, we move on can we talk about the penis real quick yes so the bus with carrie's ad <laughs> finally pulls up and they're all celebrating and super excited but it's new york obviously so someone has graffitied the bus and there's literally a dick on carrie bradshaw's face mm-hmm. and man that feels good <laughs> Or at least that's what Carrie said. I can't wait to have penises all over my body. <laughs> that's the real reason you want to be on a side of a bus. I wasn't even talking about the bus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad. Set it up, knock it down. <laughs> I have to go. You guys, I've been awake for like 14 hours. I know you're going to die. And it's we're only gonna, like 2 p.m. We're so close to being over, though. <laughs> Um, but I have that, that Ted said that I missed you today to Miranda and I melted again. I was like, that's so cute. He is cute. Ted is perfect. Ted's perfect. And she fucked it up. Yeah, she's dumb. Cause she brought it up. She was like, Oh, I thought you wanted to spank me. And he's like, excuse me. Because then that means that she went through all of his stuff and she's a crazy psycho bitch. And then she's like, isn't it? Isn't that what you like? Spanking? And then Ted's like, uh, and then he starts walking away and then Carrie's voiceover comes over saying, and after that, he didn't walk her home. Mm-hmm. He never called or returned any of her messages, and he was never heard from ever again. Like, Miranda, you fucking lost a good one. That yeah. was 100% your fault. Mm-hmm. For one, going through all of his stuff. Two, stealing from him. Three, bringing that up in a way where he wasn't the one to introduce it. Like, you fucking had an idea. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Eat shit, Miranda. Right. She's garbage. I hate her. I'm going to miss you, Ted. Right? Ted, call me. <laughs> yes. Even though you're, like, probably 60 by now or something. If he still has that two-story floor, two story apartment, oh, yeah, you, then you are you going to give a fuck? No. Still no. call me. For sure. We're, we're available for your parties. Yeah, we're available for all of your parties. So, Carrie decides that, you know, if Miranda can get away with being a crazy psycho bitch, then so can she. So, drunk on champagne, she goes over, knocks on Big's door, and says, Listen. <laughs> Listen! <laughs> if you're ashamed of me, or if you... Like, and just kind of goes off, and he's like, um, okay... Here's a completely valid reason for every single thing that you just brought up. I didn't introduce you to my friend because TBH, I didn't remember his name. Hmm. And I didn't want that to be an embarrassing situation. Okay, but why didn't you come to the date tonight? I had tickets to a Knicks game. And I wasn't going to miss that. Mm-hmm. Then why did you take me to this greasy Chinese food place where people only take people because they know they're not going to run into anybody? Because it has the best Chinese food. What the fuck do you want? And then Carrie's like, oh... So this is still a thing? And Big's like, I fucking hope so. And then he fucks her. He completely forgives her for being a crazy psycho bitch, which is the most fiction thing of this entire series. But that's what I love about Big. When Carrie is right, Mr. Big is still Mr. Big. And when Carrie is wrong, Mr. Big is still Mr. Big. Mr. Big is always about himself. And he's just like... You know what? I've been through this. I, I've whatever. been around the block. You're not that psycho compared to some. <laughs> I can't wait till people tell stories about about me like that. <laughs> like, let me tell you about this crazy psycho bitch, Joe Daniel. Let me tell you. This he is said, crazy. fired at my childhood home. <laughs> Why? Because I told him that I didn't like Batman and Robin. <laughs> he did it for the aesthetic. He did it for the drama. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. So. That's episode six of season one of Sex in the City. And we are going to be doing a short hiatus since it is the holidays and nobody wants to 
listen to new podcasts. So listen to all the other ones again if you haven't. Um, and we are going to have fun vacation and come back in the new year with amazing episodes. And more fun stories because you know what holiday's coming up? New Year's. You know what that means? No Dick December is going to be done. So let's see what adventures roll around our way. And yeah, we'll see what happens. I still have plans to spend New Year's Eve by myself in my apartment. Hell yeah. So I'm going to watch Rick and Morty. (laughs) Of course you are. I love Rick and Morty. Leave me alone. (laughs) So thank you all so very much for listening to our shenanigans. Please rate and review us on iTunes. That really helps us out. We do have our first review on iTunes. Thank you. Sponsored by my sister. She's the realest. (laughs) And if you want to reach out to us, if you have any questions, feel free to tweet us. We swear on Chanel. Or you know what would be fun is as you're listening to this episode... Just live tweet. Comment about what we're talking about. Tweet us. Let us know how you're feeling. Because that's, uh, that's what this is for. We're doing this so that we could hear how the themes and ideas that were our insects in the city are being true to today. So we only have our experiences. So the more that people talk back, the more that we can talk to you. <laughs> Thank you so much. You can find me on Twitter at JoDanielBB. <laughs> Paige, where can they find you? Um, at Paige Clarno. Sick. Yeah. And then, so, have a happy Christmas. Happy happy Hanukkah. Have a happy Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Have <laughs> a very merry, happy holiday, and a happy new year. And we'll see you in 2017. Yay, bye. Bye.